Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. My name is Don Stott. I am a father who experienced estrangement from one of my adult children firsthand. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories that will help you through some of your darkest hours. To bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed. Then to build you up and inspire you to love yourselves even more. Hello, I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I'm just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help. In today's show, I've got a special guest with me today, Anne-Marie. We're going to have a little chat and go over what her experience has been with uh, this estrangement. So, um, Anne-Marie, welcome to the show. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. So, how about you start with telling us just a little about you, like maybe what area of the world you're from? I know we're all over. Well, I'm, I'm from France. I was born and raised in France. And when, when I turned 30, I moved to the U.S. and I lived there for about 30 years. And recently, I came back to France because of the estrangement as well. Gotcha. Where, where in the U.S. And were you? I lived in Seattle oh, okay. and San Francisco. Oh, cool. Very good. Okay. Now I live in Bordeaux. How do you say that? Bordeaux. That's why you have the good wine. Uh, oh, okay. See, I'm not a big wine drinker, but I can appreciate that. So yeah, I'm not <laughs> either. Very good. Um, do you mind me asking what your age range is? I'm 60. How was your life growing up when you were young? Well, I, I grew up in the project, so it was violent sometimes. Mm -hmm. And my dad was very violent. He died at 38. So it was wow. just me, my brothers and sisters, four of us, and my mom. Oh, okay. Are your brothers and sisters still around? Yeah. Are they? Yes, okay. yes, cool. yes, they were. You have a good relationship with your mom, or is she still with uh, you? Not anymore. And gotcha. the past year, it's been bad. All right. Um, so I've found a lot of times in the group that I'm in and the other people that I've talked to that, you know, sometimes they could see things now looking back that they could see um, 
things that might have been going on. Do you remember a time growing up that your parents like didn't know anything about how you felt about something? All the time. <laughs> I know we just I don't was, get I it. I was the old no, but really, I was the oldest one, and in the sixties and stuff. I mean, parents were not that aware of uh, child psychology. Yeah, you know, I had to take care of business at eight or nine years old. I had to run the show. Yeah, I know my uh, my mother. Even in the even in the mid seventies, it was uh, similar. You know, they came from a different generation. They just, you know, they did what they needed to do to get by. She was a single mom. Yeah, and so she had two or three jobs. So it wasn't really much in the way of what people now call mothering, you know, or parenting, no, you know, it was very different. Yeah, very much different. So I don't think they, uh, I don't think our kids get that sometimes, but um, so, so on the topic of estrangement, um, ha had you heard of it before it happened to you? Never. Yeah, I, I really hadn't. Either. I thought I was the only one. Uh, for yeah. sure. For I sure. Had... I was clueless about it. Yeah, I don't think any of us really that are going through it or have gone through it had a clue. Um, I think, I think just that people thought they were either a crazy or just were horrible parents or yeah, you know, because why would your child do that? And and now we're. Hopefully, some of us are learning that that's just not the case. Um, so now that you know about it and you're going through it, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't think I asked, how, how long have you been estranged from your child? Well, uh, about all together, five years, okay. and it's been on and off. Gotcha. Uh, the pandemic had a positive effect on my relationship with uh, with my kids okay. but the thing is that for me I live 10,000 miles away right and I figure if they did it once they can do it again so to me I'm not trying I'm not trying to to have big talks with them I just take one day at a time Right. But I would love to see them face to face and just have a good conversation. Wouldn't most of us. <laughs> um, sometimes being further away is uh, is a good thing in a way. And sometimes it's, you know, it's not. It just depends. Depends. Yeah. Um, how many kids do you have? Three boys. Okay. And are they Three all boys. estranged? No. Only two of them. Only two of them. Okay. They're twins. Oh, okay. That makes gotcha. it very peculiar. I mean, they are identical twins. Oh, goodness. And twins have their own three boys. So the, the, the twins are boys as well. And they, they have their own dynamics. They don't need family. Oh, goodness. Okay. They are their own family. Have their own family unit sounds like yeah. so well you know they may not think they need it but one day they they might regret that 
but and, and they don't talk to their big brother either oh goodness um mine went through the same thing actually when when we had our issue he, he kind of cut everybody on this this side of the bay so to speak yeah off. i saw that it was common yeah um and i i think some of that is they just playing the devil's advocate i don't know if if that makes sense to you i i know we're we have weird sayings over here but if they think we really did do something and they i think sometimes they feel like this side's gonna all gang up on you if if i talk to you so oh. i'm just not gonna talk to you so yeah. um my oldest daughter had a wedding during the time that he was estranged and she didn't invite him um and he was he was upset about that um my youngest daughter she turned 16 right after i mean days after this happened and they didn't come over or or acknowledge or anything so that was challenging so yeah i, I yeah i get it so um so I guess then with your two sons that are estranged now, looking back on it, can could you have seen, do you see any signs now, now that you know what's happened? I think that when Regis, one of the twins was um, in junior high school, one of the teachers told me that he was uh, passive aggressive. Mm. And I was like, that was the first time I had heard that. Interesting. And it, it's like two terms that like contradict each other. So, uh, but um, now that it happened, the estrangement happened, I can see that, that the aggressiveness is maybe his way of not saying anything, but it's violent Yeah. because you, you cannot get in touch with him. What I saw is that the other twin, uh, one was about to become a dad and it happened very fast. In like three months, the girl was pregnant and then nine months later, right. uh, the, my grandson was born. And so I didn't have time to get used to the idea of being a grandma. And the, the identical twin, the other twin was very depressed because he didn't see himself as an uncle or something yeah. like that. So I think I saw it coming that way, but something back that happened a long time ago is that my husband uh, died of a massive heart attack oh, when goodness. he was 42. So that's 20 years ago. And uh, it was on a Sunday at home and everybody was home. I mean, the boys wow. were home and everything. And I think... Uh, I saw that a little bit. I saw their reaction to it. Of course, everybody was shocked. devastated, yeah. shocked, shocked for a long time. But their coping skills with the, the, the grieving process um, maybe had something to do with what I went through Yeah, as a mom. That makes sense. You know, there's other people that I've talked to in the group and, you know, just things that I've seen where they've gone through similar things. And I mean, yes, you're a parent, but you're also a human being. So uh, there is, I keep, you know, we used to joke with our daughter 
when she was young that there was a parent handbook and you know blah 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 but obviously we know that's not the case you know there is no way to handle no perfect way to handle anything you know much less something traumatic like that you know you lost your partner you know so while I'm sure you were physically there for your kids at some point mentally you had to check out a little bit so that's the reason why I'm still upset with the twins yeah I thought that this bond that we had not only as a mother and sons but the fact that we survived right this tragedy we we moved out of california because we couldn't afford it i didn't have a job at the time i had to get a job i mean it was hard i'm sure and i made sure they had a safe place and for me that was a something a bond that you could not violate and so since they went estranged, despite the fact that as a widow, I managed to raise them right. by myself. That is something that I think I won't forget. Understandable. I won't, I won't forget. I mean, you, like I said, you went through a lot just you personally, and you were, tr I'm sure, doing the best you could to pick everybody up and keep everybody going and, you know, get them and keep them in school, get your job, get a new, you know, I mean, all the stuff that goes with that. So. Yeah. When somebody's dead, it's final. Uh, yeah. You're not, you're not divorced. You cannot blame the father or the mother or the lack of alimony or money. Right. He's dead. And okay. it's not like he planned it either. You know, not like oh, no. it, no. Uh, it, Unfortunately, in life, sometimes that happens. Um, you know, we have a, a, a group member that lost her sister incredibly unexpectedly recently, and it's it's devastating her. So, you know, it's you just can't plan for that kind of stuff. So, no. yeah. unfortunately, and, and you never want them to go through something like that, you know, on yeah. that level, but and I don't know. I, I thought they would get it. Right. Know? Since they lived it with you. <laughs> yes, they were there. Right. All I can say is these darn kids. <laughs> we say that a lot with uh, our, uh, our group members. We just, uh, these kids, I just, I don't know. So, um, so how, I mean, obviously we've touched on a little bit that you you know, moved back to France, uh, partially at least because of this. Um, is there anything else you've found that helps you cope with it? Um, talking about it to friends. I tried with family members in France, but they put the blame on me. Yeah, of course. So what I did have, you do? Yeah. What did you, know? you do? Emma? Yeah. And, um, but I had help from my friends because they're like, we know you, right. we know the kids, we saw them grow up. What happened to them? What were yeah. they thinking? Um, and I saw, uh, and I'm still seeing a psychologist Good. once a month. Yeah. And that helped a lot. I didn't take any medicine, um, but 
I walk a lot. Right. That's kind of your I medicine. Garden <laughs> a lot. Yeah. 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 I, I garden a lot. Um, I bought this house here, so I'm, I'm fixing it by myself. Wow. So I keep busy. I keep busy. Well, that's good. That's and, good. And still working online, teaching yeah. online. So that, that, that helps. That's yeah. what took me to the other side. Right. From being angry all the time and sick. Sick. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. I've got a lot of uh, uh, people that I've talked to and group members that are physically sick. They lose their hair. They are just in the hospital or seeing the doctor all the time for this and that. And it, it, a lot of it started with the estrangement, all the stress of it. So for sure. Yeah. I think for me, it's like a family burnout with yeah. everything that goes with it. Yeah. I mean, um, acid reflux, eczema, insomnia, and, and the like. Yeah. So I take care of myself. Well, that's good. Um, you know, I mean, stress alone. Well, what I was going to say is in a normal family situation where everyone is together and, you know, just have the normal stresses of bills and this and that, that's yeah. stressful enough, you know, um, and sometimes people have issues with that handling it, but you throw this into it and then, you know, it'd almost be one thing if they said, Hey, you're a horrible person. I never want to speak to you, blah, blah, blah. That's, I mean, that's awful. That's hurtful. But when they just cut themselves off from you and don't tell you anything, don't even give you a chance to defend yourself like you should have to, but defend yourself or anything, that's, it, it takes a toll. I, when it first started, um, probably... I think it was the next year because I went through the first year kind of in a daze. Um, but I did finally end up getting someone to talk to. I uh, talked to my doctor about some medication. I was on some very low medication um, just to help me function. And thankfully that worked and I didn't have to get on anything heavy duty, but some people do, you know, some people are, some people you know, need to say, so, yeah. And some people do. So, um, I am certainly, um, an advocate for doing what you need to do for you. So, yeah. um, all right. And did they, I don't remember if you said, did they actually tell you or did they just cut you off? One of the twins cut me off. That was the one who was depressed. Okay. And then the other twin got married and Facebook didn't help because the, my daughter-in-law oh. wanted to get to be friends with me. Right. And uh, at first I was, um, I was back in France for a year for a sabbatical and for work. I had to go back to, to work in Seattle, but she... I mean, she was jealous. She, uh, she wrote some letters to me oh talking my. about God and everything. And I was shocked. I was very surprised. So um, I, I talked to my son about it. 
thought, oh, it was like telling him that I didn't like his wife, which oh, was not goodness. the case. Right. But I think she's just a drama queen. <laughs> Some of them are. And something else. And <laughs> something else that I'm not going to say. Understood. But, I can read between those lines because I've thought those same thoughts. So, <laughs> but I, I think that um, her parents separated, and I think she was used to a lot of drama, and um, I don't feed with I don't feed with drama. Yeah, I would rather eat something good, but drama that is not my my cup of tea. No, um, ours either. We, my wife and I live a pretty drama-free life. So um, really the only drama, even though sometimes it's not this kind of drama, is from our kids, you know? So, you know, just kids in general, even when they're being nice to you, you know, they have drama. Yeah. So. And um, that's, that's okay. I'm talking about being mean. Yeah. Going behind your back. Nope, I get you. Yeah, that's that. I so when my son started to talk to me, I'm like, but like she would say that I didn't like my grandson. I'm like, how can you say that? I was at the hospital for 13 hours waiting for him to be born, and she said because when I ask uh, if I can babysit my grandson, I say, may I babysit my grandson? Right. Instead of saying, I want to babysit my grandson. Right. So the sentence is different it, and it means that I don't like him. <laughs> this is the, I mean, this is high school thing. Right. Yeah. Well, so we had an, an, an issue once this came out and, and there was barbs going back and forth <sighs> that, uh, you know, and, and at the time our granddaughter was, not e- well she just turned a year i think just after this happened or just before this happened and um so we were we were having this back and forth when they were upset with us well you guys don't have anything at your house for her you know oh, okay well she's never spent time here so why would we have anything here for her you know and it was just one of those things that are like huh or you know they lived about an hour away from us, about 45 minutes. And will you never stop by just to see? And I'm like, well, one, 45 minutes is not just a stop by. We, we're, we have no other reason to be in that area, none. And, you know, a new mom, she's, it's a first time mom. So she's brand new. And we're like, we don't want to just stop by. We don't know what you're doing. That's, that's not who we are. We call and we had called couple of times and made arrangements and come over and visit that was great but you know so things like that come out and it's like what what w what (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) so well you know what i'm saying oh yeah sometimes it's just out of nowhere but i think that uh, people were um at the time uh, they're not part of the family. They didn't go through what we went through. And you just have one person can ruin the whole thing. Yeah, for and sure. That, that to me, um, I, I was not aware of that. Yeah. I, I, mean, I didn't know. I didn't know that that could happen, that somebody, one person could break the bond. 
I wouldn't have thought that either. Um, my son's actually first wife was much worse about that. <laughs> so, um, uh, so no, I, I, I get that. I was totally shocked when that happened the first time and come to find out the second time it wasn't really my daughter-in-law. It was more about my son being, you know, choosing to estrange. So, but you never know because you don't, you don't get told. So you kind of assume things and sometimes you assume wrongly, but if there's no one there to correct your assumption, then, you know, you're going to be upset with that person. So, and so when you ask me if, if they estranged, they did. But when I saw the dynamics with the twins and everything, yeah, I'm like, okay, so I might as well go back. Right. Right. I mean, you and have come to come back when you're better. Right. Yeah. You have to, it's a hard place to get to as a parent, yeah. but you have to be okay with you. You know, you have to take care of you. And they clearly aren't interested at the moment. So at, when they're doing this, so, so uh, yeah, it's a hard, as, as I'm sure you've seen in the group that we're in, it, you know, some parents find that very difficult to do, but there's comes to a point where you, I feel like anyway, you have to make that decision um, or you're just going to be miserable, you know, and, and yeah, in order for, uh, for you to rebuild your life, you need to find a way to, to be at peace. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And no matter, no matter what you try, it doesn't work. Does not. Uh, no. Make, make the twin stay home until they were 27 years old. Wow. It's not like I kicked them out at 18 right. or 20. Right. 27. But when mom went away, well, she didn't give them any more money. Uh, so they wanted a place to live. So I said, you can stay in my house, but I want you to pay rent. Right. So I charged them half of what I would have charged. Right. And, oh my gosh, I was such a bad mom. You bad mom. I know. I know. <laughs> and you know, and then you get these times before I before my son estranged, he was like coming around and and realizing some of the stuff he'd done when he was a kid. And you know, he never actually like outright said stuff that, but you he said other stuff to make you realize he's understanding you, the way you were when he was 15 or 14 or whatever, yeah. you know? So it was, it was quite interesting, but well, I, I know it's difficult. Um, it's, it's, it's hard for all of us. Um, but I know it's difficult, um, to do. And with how things worked out for you or, or are working out for you, is there any advice you might give to um, someone who's just starting to go through this? Yeah, I think you need to make sure you're not alone and you try to reach out. Even if the kids don't want to reach out to you, don't want to answer you or whatever, you need to find a support group of some kind or talk to friends yeah. um, and seek the help of a professional. Absolutely. I think that's, that, that's very important because they, they are, they're not your friends, they're not family members, 
they don't know you, right. but they can tell uh, wh what's going on. And do your own research. That's how I, I found you guys. Cool. You know, it's by doing my own research. Yeah. I'm like, it must be happening to other people. What's the trend here? What's going on here? And I found you. And I'm like, bingo. I knew it. <laughs> and, 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 you know, when I first started looking, I literally just looking for some, like you said, some kind of support group. And then when I realized, oh my goodness, you know, there's, and the, the group that we originally found that I was telling you about before, yeah, that was not the only one. There were multiple groups that had thousands of people in them, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think you said it earlier before we, we started this, that, you know, that just kind of lifts to a point, some of the anguish that you you were feeling because you're the only terrible parent in the world yeah. you know so you know that's all all very good um so i've heard a number of stories where other family members uncles aunts grandparents whatever would help keep those kids away from parents uh, did you have anything like that? Any family involvement to, to keep you apart or to, to not yeah. help? Str yeah, strangely, my, uh, one of the twins, uh, when I moved back to France, moved back like a week earlier, I was shocked and I'm like, okay, Midi, if you need help, I can rent an apartment and you can have your own bedroom. No, 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 I don't need you, whatever. And then one day I was at my sister's house and I was talking to her about the estrangement. And nobody had told me that my son was in the room next door. Oh my goodness. Mm. And so they had, I don't know, he managed to have them on, the, uh, on his side. So I just gave up. I'm like, I don't want him to take a side. I don't want to take a side. That's right. it. That's good. So, yeah. And and we tried to do that in the beginning too. You know, we were like, listen, I know we're having issues, but I don't want it to come between you and your sisters, you know? So please, please, please keep talking to them, whatever. And it just, it never really happened. And then, you know, my side of the family was still cut off and everything. So it was like, you know, no. so no matter what avenue you try, it seems like you try to be the bigger person. Okay, I'm sorry for whatever I did, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't work. You try to ask what you did. They won't tell you it doesn't work. You know, so it's like, you just, there's no way to. There's no way. There's no, no way. The, the first time uh, one of the twins talked to me, I was driving and I pulled over and barked and the conversation was like about an hour and a half and we were talking about the weather da, da, da. we didn't know exactly what to talk about and at one point they say mom you're always the same you don't face uh, your problems or whatever and I said look I'm going to tell you something my son I don't want to see you because I know that if I walk left or right I will always be wrong. Right. And so he, he, he was shocked that I was so blunt with him. 
but I think he understood. Yeah. And I think we always say we have to tell kids the truth. When, when they're adults, we need to let them know. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get the, I mean, when they're very, very, very young, it's one thing, but when they start to get to a certain age, even, I mean, you went through it, even when people die, you know, you can't hide things from them at a certain age. You just can't. And otherwise it's going to backfire on you one day. So and of course, even when you do, well, they, 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 have you. To under, they have to understand that eventually they, uh, well, they have kids now, uh, but the way they treat their um, mother will impact their relationship with their wives. For sure. Anybody For sure. smart can see that. Yeah. You know? And, and their and, kids. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. teaching their kids. Yeah, exactly. This. So it's, yeah. but that's, that's, uh, that was an interesting experience. It was difficult, but interesting experience. Was yeah. that going to, to hell? Yeah, I'll, I'll bet. You know, it would have been nice for and them back. to lead with the fact that he was there. <laughs> so you didn't, you know, I'm sure that didn't help situation. But, you know, I think, I think part, of the, part of the thing with, with any trauma um there's stages of grief which uh, you were already very familiar with you know um yeah from when your husband passed but i think sometimes people think okay i'm angry now now i'm not angry anymore and that'll that's i'm done with all that it'll never come back but that's not true <laughs> that's you know you deal with them and they might not come back but you might get two or three down the road and then you might end up right back there again because of something. So, um, I don't trust them anymore. And that's hard. Um, one of, one of the, um, people in the group I've been talking to, um, she said, that's a, that's a big thing. And I'm working on a, uh, an episode specifically designed around trust and if you don't trust them how can you hope that there's going to be you know a good reconciliation you might talk again one day but it's going to take a lot for them to prove to you that they really want to be in your life and you know um, and you be able to trust that so uh, that's a huge, huge, huge thing. So, and you know, as much as I, it pains me to say it, it's okay, you know, because for you not to, because they've, they've not, <laughs> or they've proven that you can't trust them right now anyway. Yeah. So um, until they do something different then you know uh, well when it, when it lasts for a long time like this and then yeah. when it's so mean uh, i really felt and i talked my psych about it that they were trying to kill me mm. with a gun point blank bullets after bullets trying wow. to dodge them yeah that's really how i felt yeah so i don't know maybe they were very unhappy I felt like every time 
my kids had an argument with their wives, maybe they were taking it on me. Maybe they couldn't couldn't do that to the to the wife. So uh -huh. you know, you're the next closest target. There's probably something to be said with that. Well, I'm still alive. Too bad for them. <laughs> well, that's good news. So um, <laughs> you know, um, fortunately, I mean, and and I mean, some of us unfortunately don't make it through, you know, and they do either like we were saying earlier with stress and you get sick and then you have health issues and die or take the other way out. So um, I've heard of that happening. So uh, fortunately for me, I didn't get quite there. Um, I was in a pretty dark place, but I didn't quite get there. So um, I think the most important thing for, for me personally was being honest with myself about how I really yeah. felt about, about him at that time, you know, whether I was mad, crying about it, whatever the case may be, just to be honest with myself. Um, mm -hmm. Because yes, he's my son, and I love him. You know, we love our kids. But, you know, they can all be mm, certain words that I won't repeat. So, <laughs> you know, um, but uh, like everybody in the world can be. But, you know, like you said earlier, you, you, you didn't expect that level of betrayal, you know, um, after some of the things and you've hate. already. Yeah. yeah. Just vit vitriol, you know, just. Yeah vitriol yeah nasty nasty stuff that i have heard about so um, but the result is every time you have a burnout at work or in your family mm -hmm. uh family burnout i call it then things change for you because you your uh, your body remembers yeah so panic attack anxiety all this stuff your body remembers. So you try to protect yourself. Yeah. And I think I would never be the same with them. Mm -mm. That's what they got. Uh, at the same time, I'm still alive. And I think that that is my best revenge. Yeah. To, to, to live your best life. Yeah. You know, that, that, Without that them. yours. <laughs> Well, and somebody on the group was saying it is that in a way you got your freedom back. I can understand that. Yep. So we kind of touched on it, but um, have you allowed yourself to experience whatever those emotions that you need to in order to be able to move on and heal the best you can? I bought a dictionary about emotions, believe it or not. And it's oh, very interesting. Interesting. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Oh. Uh, because from one culture to the next, you, you, you have more emotions. I didn't know that we could have more emotions. Huh. Um, I, I never cried. Yeah. So maybe I need to. Um, well, no, uh, I never cried about yeah. 
I think I was too upset and yeah. I was too busy trying to save myself. Right. Well, it's good. I mean, that's good because at least you had the wherewithal to think about saving yourself. You know, um, a lot of people, they're so completely, they don't have an identity away from their kids. And yeah. I understand that to a point, but you know, mm -hmm. some people don't. And it's like when they're gone, even forget estrangement, but when they grow up and leave the house, they don't know what to do, <laughs> you know, throw estrangement into it. And it's yeah. really, really bad. Oh, I completely understand that because I mean, you do so much for your kids and the more yeah. you care for your kids and the longer you care for your kids, uh, like I said, 27 years at home. Well, you were trying and to be a good mom, you know? You I get mean, treated that way. You're like, excuse me? I mean, yeah. We would have never done that. Even if we thought those things, you know, with our parents, you know, you went through some stuff with your parents, but you wouldn't have necessarily just tossed them out, you know? Um, no. So it's, and, and yours were real legitimate, you know, things. <laughs> so yeah, but could've. that was called respect. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Um, sometimes they just don't know how, how good they have it sometimes, you know? Um, no, I think they don't. I think they don't. And you know what? That's okay. And you know, I, it is, but it, it's all part of it. There's nothing you can do to change it. So, no. um, so I know for me, sometimes I'm, I'm typically, and I always have been typically a pretty, you know, happy person, I guess. Um, certainly not depressed. I mean, I've gone through depression, but um, certainly not a depressed soul like some, but, um, but I've noticed when I was going through it, that the emotional pain, and I, I've heard this before with other things, but the emotional pain sometimes will turn into physical stuff like we've oh, talked yeah. about. Um, so did, and I don't think you, you said you, did you have any experience with that kind of stuff? The... Oh yeah. I had acid reflux. I mean, mm -hmm. it was awful. I had eczema, I had insomnia. And I tried yoga. I went to so many different doctors. I did the same thing. Yeah. And um, each time I was like, well, that's not what it is. So maybe that's what it is. And yeah. I was, and it took me two years to, to figure out how to adjust. And when I see the stress coming from other people, I'm like, I put boundaries right away. Good or these symptoms come back. Yeah. And some people, I don't think, I don't think I knew. Um, although I don't guess that's true. I was going to say um, how to put up the boundaries. I've definitely seen some other people that have zero boundaries, not just with their kids, with other things too. And, um, you know, if you haven't already done it, it's hard to do after the fact 
Um, so I feel like that's pretty important um, to be able to do. So if this might be, this probably be the more difficult one, but if there was, if for some reason they were listening to what you were saying, is there anything you'd like to tell them, good, bad, or indifferent, or ugly? To summarize what I said to you, I think I would talk about their dad and the way I raised them. And um, after after their father passed away, yeah, and I would try to remind them of what it, what a mother is. And what is respect? Um, uh, if they were there, I would say they they should be aware of the control that some people are trying to impose on them for whatever reason. Right. And that they should maybe try harder to be their own person think for themselves yeah i should have told them that a long time ago when but i didn't know this thing would happen to me sure you thought you had time <laughs> you were still you know i didn't even know it was possible to disrespect right. your parents that way i would have never thought you know and like i said my mom was busy being a mom busy taking care of stuff she wasn't the mothering type it just wasn't her in her in her wheelhouse I guess you could say but I would have never thought to do that you know but but if I could as if if I could talk to them uh being there in front of them not through a screen yeah I would tell them to try to go see a psych yeah like I did and try to dig in a little bit yeah, there's got to be some reason, you know, why whatever they claim you did or are caused this, you know, there's got to be some reason other than you're just a terrible person, you know, I mean, there's got to be some reason and and if there if it didn't make sense, then of course, that's probably why some of them don't go. If it didn't make sense, they'd probably be told, well, you're just being silly. <laughs> you know um but unfortunately there's a lot of therapists out there that encourage our kids to do this you know that a lot of people in the group have talked about that you know yeah, so that's true. it's like it's 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 so hard and i don't know i don't know if those therapists are coming from a personal place with that stuff or if that's something that's actually taught therapists to I think to it's do. politically correct yeah and I I you know I can see uh, being between two continents it's very interesting you have I'll the bet. old world Europe and you have the new world America yeah when I moved to the U.S. I'm like people were not spanking their kids right I did I did I was spanked and I thought that's the way you raise three boys by yourself right once in a while and i saw what we now call the child 
king and the problems yeah after 10 years 15 years 20 years mm -hmm. who've kids who want everything right away right away yeah i never raised my kids that way but the culture was what it was you know it's got a big influence i mean mm -hmm. from their friends to school to, to regular school then you go to college and it's even more depending on where you go so it's huge influence you know i was them. a teacher for 20 years in california right. and in um, in washington state and i can tell you when you're a teacher and you have 35 kids in your classroom high school mm. you better be you better know yourself right because those kids will uh ruin oh, you <laughs> yes. <laughs> they will. yes they will. god bless you i can't imagine um but you learn you learn a lot about psychology yeah not only in college but i mean it's like you live it every day i'm sure and if they don't respect you as a teacher you're done you're gone right and um, so I saw some of these kids who are always happy to do something handy, and but they never want to clean up. Right. Because there's always somebody who can clean up. And you have the parents who say to the teacher, how dare you ask my son to clean up his desk? <laughs> yeah. So in a way, that could be the result. Even if you yourself didn't raise your kids that way, uh, I think the culture was that way. Oh, I agree. You know, when, when I went back to school in America, uh, I didn't finish high school in France because I had to go to work. My mom was by herself with four kids. So I went to college in the U.S. And to pay for my uh, studies, I became a cleaning lady. And, you know, when you clean people's place, mm -hmm you learn a lot about their lives you do and when you see the teenage bedrooms you're like oh my goodness yep i've done some of those before i've worked with uh with my yeah. mom who's done some cleaning like that and with my uh, ex-wife's parents who did clean it yeah so you you yeah <clears throat> you do learn a lot about that so yeah okay so well i think we've already kind of talked yes. about it but um was there any positives throughout this that, that came out of out of this besides losing your kids obviously uh i think i'm a different person now and uh i'm a little bit calmer than i used to be i'm not overreacting anymore i learned a lot about me about myself uh, I now know the triggers when I'm going to get upset. Cool. That's, That's good. the work I did on myself. And I, I have some tools now to deal with that. Like, for example, uh, I didn't know about, well, I knew about what they called transactional analysis because I used it in school with students and everything. And it's a way like a triangle 
uh, to solve problems between students, students and teachers. Oh, okay. And I used it for myself. So it's like one more tool in my toolbox. And I learned about what they call the Cartman Triangle. And so it's a triangle where you have uh, three roles that people go around. Okay. And once you understand that, you get out of the triangle and you get better. Interesting. And so all these little research was uh, really easy to, to find anyway, but that's the positive. What I learned, I take it to my, to any kind of relationship. Right. And if my kids want to talk to me again in real time, <laughs> right. I use the same technique and it works because they don't expect it. Right. Huh. That's it's like, interesting. It's like a war. It's like a war. Uh-huh. You know, try to do what people do not expect you to do. And then they're right. going to be like, hey, what's going on? Completely caught off person. guard. Yeah. It's not the same person. Maybe, maybe I should listen a little bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's very good. Well, that'd be something interesting. I don't know how you would quite do it but that would be something interesting to um share in the group you know to help people to that triangle uh yeah, deal yeah so food for thought um, yes 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 so do you have any other final thoughts that you'd like to share um or or no anything? i i want to thank you uh, for uh, putting up with uh, me and other people. And <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's uh, what you did is wonderful. I think it saved me in a way because the, the, the psych is okay, but I right. talked to him about it and I'm like, you know, it's a real trend. It's not like just me or other people. It's a culture trend, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right, you know, and, and, you know, maybe the more people that, that are in these types of support groups and share that with their um, therapist, the therapists, some of them probably aren't aware of just how widespread it is, you know, and, and what you know, things it, you guys go it's through. It's like child abuse. Before it is. we didn't talk about child abuse. No, I mean, we started talking about it and now nobody would say child abuse doesn't exist. Yes, it does. Well, parental abuse, uh, parents abuse exists. Well. Absolutely, absolutely. And well, estrangement is abuse. It, it, it is, I mean, it, it just is. <laughs> there's so, there's really no better way to put it. So, um, well. But thank you for putting up this Facebook page because I think it's gonna save a lot of people. I hope so. I, and I will share that with my, uh, with my counterparts as well. So, yeah, but, uh, we, uh, we're just glad to be there. Like I said, it's a labor of love, uh, as well as this podcast, you know, um, just to try to help as many people as we can, you know, um, know that they're, they're not just crazy. Uh, they're not alone. And, 
if it helps one person, then it's, you know, it's been all worth it. So, but well, I, I appreciate your time today, Anne Marie. And, Thank uh, you, but I appreciate it. And we will, uh, we'll talk again soon. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, Dan. Have a good rest of the day. Again, I want to thank Anne Marie for being part of the show today. Really appreciate it. Please remember to uh, like and share my podcast. If there's anybody that you're aware of that, that could use this information, please pass that along. You could also rate me on Apple Podcast and any of the others. Also, if you would like to be a part of the show, feel free to email me at beyondthepainpodcast at gmail.com and we will uh, get you get you on it will it will definitely help other people so if you feel like your story might be something to that you feel comfortable in sharing please shoot me an email and most importantly please try to remember to live every day beyond the pain When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.